This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe Delio and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we are going to be previewing the final regular season week of FCS football. Two games we're going to be talking about Montana State, Montana, and Villanova versus Delaware. Sean, before we get to that, though, can you just share with our listeners a quick word from Bet Online? Why not, Joe? A little midweek action still action going on still here in uh, college football. If you like college football, I'm assuming you do. That's why you listen to this show. Why don't you play some wagers on to have some fun? Look at some quarterbacks, throw some backbreaking interceptions, and then have to bite your tongue because they're 19 years old and it doesn't feel right yelling at them. So I get that. Jump in that boat with me and just sit and stew and watch your bet lose. Head to bet online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I don't know why I would lie. I still yell at the quarterbacks. I yell at everybody. I'm li- I, that was a lie. The, the, the discount 50% off with your sign up is not a lie. Uh, me saying I don't yell at the 19-year-olds is a lie. Um, I uh, stupidly took... Toledo to cover 10 points, uh, probably one of my worst away from it. Past. Man, I, I I can't I couldn't be colder right now. I am unbelievably cold. Why I would you bet the, against the Bowling Green, man. The Falcons are hot. They're not though. Toledo's I mean, they came back. Toledo came I back. Know, they just didn't they did. cover. They were gonna cover in the end of the game when they came back and they were in a position. They're hot to enough to mess up a cover, whatever is what they are. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of hot teams, Montana right now is the team creating a lot of buzz in the FCS landscape. And of course, we're going to be talking about Montana versus Montana State. Now, this game has huge implications. It has big sky implications. And most importantly, not only is the winner of this game in the position to win the big sky, but it is going to impact the seeding. And we've talked about and we talked about for the depth of this season and the like the really beginning half of the year we talked so much about how we really wanted to get that Montana State versus Mon, uh, versus South Dakota State matchup as the one versus two because we wanted to get that rematch after they played each other and this was way before um, Montana went on this surge that we have so now there's another team in the fold that if they win this football game arguably could be just as good of a matchup for South Dakota State as Montana State was I know Montana State fans don't want to Really love to hear us giving praise to Montana and saying that they're capable of putting up as much a fight against South Dakota State. But the reality of it is if they win this game, it proves that they're good enough to go toe-to-toe with South South Dakota State like Montana State did. Sean, when I look at this game, though, I got to be honest, and I I came in the preview doing all the notes. I I made it as intentional as possible. I'm removing any and all bias with the interaction that we had with Montana fans, Mm -hmm. by the way. Very quiet this week after I moved them up to number two. Didn't hear a single word from any of them after I moved them up to number two. No great ballot. Of course, that's never going to Sure, why would it? But as I've looked at this, I think that I have to lean Montana very slightly. 
I, I, I really do think that the way that they're running the football, Clifton McDowell has been really good. Eli Gilman's been really good. But defensively is where I lean in a game where it's going to be a head-to-head battle of who's running the ball better. They both run the ball at a ridiculous rate. Montana State is averaging 302 rush yards per game, 7.5 yards per carry. But they're going up against a defense, Sean, that is only allowing less than 85 yards per game rushing and has only given up five rushing touchdowns all year. I kind of lean the defensive side of this because of it. And then this isn't me saying it's going to be a wide margin, but if it's a close football game, I'm, I'm kind of like in Montana here. I know you typically do lead the de- uh, lean defense in these situations. I typically lean offense, even though history has proven otherwise and why I shouldn't. Uh, but I still typically lean offense. Uh, this is the big test. This is the big tester. And it's this is this is a tricky game because the history, the rivalry, the hatred, uh, the passionate fans kind of take over what you can predict will happen in your gut feeling. It is your Ohio State Michigan game for the FCS. I mean, it's close enough. Obviously, you have the marker game. You have other big rivalries. Delaware Villanova is a big rivalry, which we're about to get to. So in these crazy-ass games, crazy-ass stuff happens uh, just because that's the nature of the game. It's almost like a completely different being when you play these rivalry games. So when that happens, I have to I have to kind of break out a different measuring stick, and that's just going to be who can play the better brand of Montana football. And that's not Montana Grizz football. It is just state of Montana football. Who can play the better brand of that? What's the better brand of Montana football, you may ask? Oh, I'd be happy to enlighten you. Uh, how about uh, running backs uh, uh, sticking their helmet in the chest of a linebacker? Uh, winning in the trenches. Uh, effective, forceful tackling. Uh, being able to cover sideline to sideline has been a huge impact lately, especially with Montana State and the fast linebackers they've been able to have. It is a hard-nosed knock them out hide your kids going to be blood football game. And it's the best brand of football game that you get to watch. It's fun. There are fun players on each team, but whoever can go down and be the tougher team wins this game that it's going to be the tougher team wins this game because in crazy ass matchups like this, you have to throw out a little bit of reality. You just do. This game's also being played at Montana, which is uh, enough for, you know, like a one-point edge because these teams yep. are very, very evenly matched. I, I also want to establish here that this game's basically a pick 'em. You know, the whoever you pick, it can go either way. I really don't think that there is a clear this is the team that wins the football game because right now one team's really hot and one team is really experienced in these situations. So it's which one do we go with? And as one team's been hot over a, a, a period stretch of games, the other one has been hot over the past couple of seasons. Yeah. So it's like, which one do we decide to turning around and going into the playoffs in these make or break games? Which one do we lean? I'm going out on a limb here a little bit, going with Montana because of where it's being played and um, because, again, that that run defense going up against this matchup. I think another aspect of this, and I always look at this, people love to bring up time of possession um, when one team's like passing proficient and the other one is is run proficient and People love to say, oh, they're going to play keep away. I I don't think that always really works. I think it's very applicable in a situation like this when you've got two teams that run the football very, very well. I want to also throw out there that Montana State 
has six guys that have over 250 yards rushing, which is an unbelievable stat. That is a ridiculous thing to have. No team in the country, I think, has anything close. They're to bonkers. That. But when you they're bonkers. But when you've got these two teams structured so similarly with the way that they run the football, the way that they play defense, it's gonna be who has that time of possession difference. Who can control the ball for five or so more minutes than the other team will win this football game. I'm going to go back to my, and then you alluded to it, and that made me think of it, uh, knowing how to win football games rant that I had earlier in the week. Montana State, over the last couple seasons, knows how to win football games. Montana, obviously they've won a good amount, but they've been fringy. Last year, they were on the bubble of making it. They made it. This year, they had a rough start. Now they're getting hot. Uh, and they've been, they've been a better team with momentum. Uh, but when it comes down to closing out four quarters of football, we know we're going to go here in here and win it. I don't think they're exuding that. Maybe they exude it later in the playoffs because, you know, they keep on. This could be a game where they get their entire mojo back and it's a dominant Montana team that you just don't want to play late in the season. This is one of those games that could set up for it, but I think right now Montana state is already at that position of we're going to this game. We know we need to win as long as we don't do dot, dot, dot. If you do dot, 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 then you're going to lose, but you know why you would lose. And it's not going to be a surprise if you do win vice versa for, or, or the, the opposite for Montana right now where, Oh man, good win guys. How do we get away with that? You know, that was a great win. And now it's like, okay, we can build off that. We don't need to be surprised when we win anymore. And that's what it was for a little bit of a stretch. I'm genuinely curious before we flip to the next game. I'm genuinely curious what the response is going to be. Cause like, I'm just thinking about like how I previewed this game and I wrote this stuff down and I did all the notes and I'm just thinking about like what makes the most sense. But now as I'm talking about it, what do, I don't think I've, we've ever been positive or I've ever been positive about Montana. And I'm starting to wonder, what do we think <laughs> the Montana fan reactions that I decided to pick them? I, I'm curious on. I, I'm sure it'll be positive. I don't know. These teams are very close. I think in this last, I yeah. think in my last, oh, I still got to tweet it. Maybe I was, I was waiting to see how you did with the reaction socially before I put mine out. Dude, there. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put it up. I'm going to pull it up. I didn't get anything. No, it was. It, it, it's it's bizarre. I, I normally these tweets that yeah. I put out get a ton of ton of run, and I put it out earlier than I usually do. It, wait, let me see if I can just really quickly find it. There was no wow. Finally, you got it right. My there there was no one trying to dunk on me. <laughs> no one, nothing. And maybe it was just nothing. a good ballot. Um, the ballots that have <laughs> the ballots that get more run people take more issue with, which means you might get it wrong. Maybe you just write and you're dealing with stubborn fans, but I had Montana state two, mm -hmm. Montana three. That's close. That's as close as you can get. The, this is going to be a very good game, a very fun game. And if you think I'm being biased towards Montana state, that is about as unbiased as I can give you a fun, great game. I don't know who's going to win. I think I'm leaning Montana state. I'm, I'm pretty sure about it. But more could happen. I, I could get swayed. I could get. I, I could learn more. But right now, gut feel, Montana State's offensive attack is just stellar, and they can adapt if needed. I'm just very loosely before we transition to the next game because I don't think it's, we're going to really deep dive on that one as much because um, it's not it's not as crazy of a matchup. That if Montana loses this, I I don't foresee them falling 
beyond where I have South Dakota and I have South Dakota at five. I, I would argue that if they lose, they still belong in the top five or at five right after South Dakota. Because then now they have they still lose, a better though, record than I do. To me, if they lose. That's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. Like it's a blowout. If it's a blowout and it doesn't just look like a unlucky bad call, bad call, gave him twenty one points early, and then we're playing football game from a deficit. Like if that's how it looks, I'll be, you know, I can be rational about those things. But if it's mm-hmm. a oh my god, you did not show up for this game blowout, which I I I very much doubt. And it'll that goes be. for both teams. Yes, for either that team. goes for both teams. I very much doubt it'll happen then it's going to have to be, I don't know if it's enough to get them out of the top 10, but it's going to be about, you know, seven to 10 range probably for either team. Uh, yeah. The, and just to add to this too, what happens with Montana state, if they lose, I, I kind of see them, they'd have to go behind Idaho because they'd have the same record as Idaho and Idaho has a couple better wins than they yep. do. I, it all depends on what happens with Delaware and Albany and Villanova this weekend would impact where they fit in that range. But it's uh Man, it's it's just really hard fought football in the big sky every single week. Now, of course, we are former CAA football players, and we got to get the chance to talk about a uh, big CAA matchup, Villanova versus Delaware. The weird thing about the CAA this year, we haven't had a ton of big on big matchups this no. year. A lot of the losses that have happened have been top teams losing to the mid tier teams, which is just so CAA football because everybody can beat everybody on any given week. But now we're finally blessed with this opportunity to really prove who deserves that top spot. I believe the tiebreaker is still overtly complex, even if there is uh, a clear winner in this football game. But Villanova playing Delaware, I got to be honest, Sean, I, I looked at both these teams and frankly, both of them are are, are a bit average. I, they're both just like right in that category of, of good passing yeah. offense, good passing defense statistically. Um, they they both do the right thing in every avenue, but not an elite, at an elite level. I will say that one thing I believe is important, Sean, is that Delaware's Ryan O'Connor, who was out for a little bit due to an injury, and I think that that played into their loss to Elon, he's back. He's not a crazy elite quarterback. He's not an NFL draft prospect, but his presence clearly is important for their success, and he played last week, and I think he's going to be playing in this game. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's, uh... It's so CAA, it's not even funny to be looking at this season without, you know, or post-JMU CAA is what I'll, I'll call this era. It's it's not even, or I, God, they even lost a main one year to not even get the ones. Yeah. The three-month boxing match is almost at its end. We currently have four teams tied for first in the conference. Two of them are playing each other. One of them has to come out on top somehow. Villanova can beat the bad teams. Delaware can beat the bad teams. They both have weird-ass losses. They both have good offenses. Uh, They both have running backs that are effective, even though I think Marcus Yarns was carted off last week uh, in their game. Yeah, he's going to be out. Which is unfortunate because he's a very good player. And I don't know if he's – he has been on fat – he was a fat stats uh, uh, 
ballot earner one week. Look, mm. these are teams that are built with enough good players to beat a majority of the CAA. They are also CAA teams that are flawed in that if you make one more mistake than your opponent, you will lose to a thousand. You will lose to an Elon. You will lose to a William. You know, they they will take weird losses. In this game, though, you can't take a weird loss because you're playing your equal. This is the, and I'll, I'll try to phrase it, this is the South Dakota, North Dakota that we saw last week. That's what this game is for me. Two teams, very much similar, very similar positions, tons of potential, could both piss down their legs. Uh, so whoever comes out on top uh, is deserving. I don't think I would. God, I don't know how much I'd, I, I don't I know also, how much I'd drop the loser either. They're too similar. Right, right. Uh, so first of all, you talked about here like the, it's kind of comparable to South Dakota, North Dakota. The, for those that don't understand East Coast geography, for some reason there is a little bit of a stigma against uh, the East Coasters of CA football or uh, of FCS football, which is really weird. I've, I've kind of caught that, um, just seeing comments of different threads, which is just very strange to have that weird supremacy thought. But the, the Philadelphia and Delaware could not be any closer in terms of CAA teams that play each other. I, I don't think that there's a matchup that's any closer than that, except maybe like Richmond and William that's Mary, maybe. Richmond, but William My whole point is here. The, they're very regionally close to one another. A lot of kids who get recruited to go to either school end up going to one or the other. Most probably end up picking Villanova because it's a little bit better academically. Those that are more so going for football we might pick Delaware, whatever it might be. There is a clash here because the people that go to both these programs come from that same recruited region of South Jersey. A lot of DMV yeah, guys. Pennsylvania. A lot of DMV guys. I think that what you just brought up there based on what happens in this game, I, I think that whoever wins this football game gets a seed. I really do. I do, Again, I, the tiebreaker is I don't want to sit here and fumble over myself trying to map That's it out. That's Sam Herter's job. He'll give you the tiebreaker. Yeah. He'll break that down for you. Yeah, the, yeah go to Sam Herter's <laughs> Twitter, uh, and he can Just do that for you. If you want the explanation, at Sam Herter and ask him how – each of the teams wins the tiebreaker and he will break it down for you personally. Tell him the hack city boys sent you also. Yeah. Say, say Joe and Sean were too lazy to figure it out and say, <laughs> can you please figure this out for us? I want it to sound like you're digging us, but you're really kind of giving us a little free promo. I do do whatever yeah, you but want, but I think at that Sam Herder and the- ask him about the tiebreaker. <laughs> um, again, though, to reiterate though, Sean, I, I really do think that, the problem is with Albany, they've got the three losses. I I, I want to double check here who, who Albany's losses are. Wait, I had it pulled up. They, they've lost to – I only have two of them written down. I'm going to pull it up in a quick second. But I, I really think that the winner of this, this Villanova-Delaware game is the seeded CAA team. And I think only one CAA team will get seeded. Yeah. It, what, what do you mean? Like seeded in the top eight? Or or entire in the in the playoff entire bracket. Entire twenty four teams. No 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 no. Only the top eight. Okay. There's only okay. eight. Gotcha. Of the only eight seeded teams, I'm not gotcha. saying that they they. Okay. I yeah. I think that those three those three CAA teams make it to the playoff. The remaining ones on the outside are going to need a lot of extra help. And I think that again, there is this bias against the seven win CAA teams that they tend to not get in, unlike a seven win Big Sky team. Whatever. But I think that the winner of this game ends up as the top eight seed. Yeah. I mean, 
God, I'm looking at this. Oh, Albany's other loss is to Hawaii. I completely forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Delaware, Albany, Villanova would all be a, a good three reps from the CAA. Richmond, I'm still not completely in on because Rich, Richmond like was a little cupcakey all year. Uh, yeah, they played Elon, A&T, Campbell, Maine, URI, Hampton, Stony Brook. Like that is genuinely the easiest CAA schedule you can have this season. Mm, they close yeah. with William and Mary. Okay. Uh, but God, yeah, no, if it, if it comes down to a different team in Richmond and I, I would not, I would not uh, put Richmond you know in over them. You know what? I actually, I'm changing my, my take what I just said there. I, I, I really, I actually think that I, I always forget that, that Albany for some reason picked and played two FBS games. I mean, if I got a trip to Hawaii, I wouldn't say no to it either. And if I'm all the way in Albany, I definitely would take it. I, I think that there is likely a path that we do end up with two seeded CAA teams. I, I think that it, it is, it is very, very possible because right now, if, if Villanova wins this game, they're going to get seeded. And Albany also has a win over Villanova, which legitimizes and strengthens Albany's resume. Both of them end up getting in. I think if Delaware wins this game, though, it might kind of hurt the cause a little bit um, for them to end up being in there. It's just it's it's very it's very tricky because these mid tier teams like the UNHs and the Elons freaking each tacked on a loss for all three of these teams. It's it sucks. Yeah. Oh man, your your tongue was really fighting your teeth on that strengthens, huh? That was that was a tough one. I mean, that was like I, a full on I, boxing match. If I see you this weekend, I, I'm gonna full speed throw a brick at your head. And there's plenty of bricks in New York City that are just loose and around. I, it won't be hard for me to find one, man. I twenty dollars, twenty dollars to a homeless man. Oh, you'll see and, me, brother. And you're gonna be running. You're gonna be. You're gonna be running for the rest of the you'll night. You'll see me, That's, brother. Don't worry about. What does that mean? You'll see me. I'm just saying. Jesus you know Christ. what? It'll be. Uh, it'll be interesting. <laughs> this is gonna be a good game. Also, I'm glad we have two premier FCS matchups to watch. Ah, oh, God. I. I was gonna note. What's this? The Villanova Delaware. It's got like a. It's got a nickname. Also, um, it's the blue something. Wanted to give them some rep. Look it up. Wait, what is it called? Oh, Battle of the Blue. Yeah. God, that's such a Sucks. that's a stupid name. That's such Brawl a stupid of the Wild. Name. Kicks a thousand acres of ass and Battle of the Blue sounds like a, a, a cop's backyard basketball game. That's what that sounds like. Not, or it sounds like a chapter in a in a psychology textbook about depression. <laughs> I actually think I actually think they played the Battle of the Blue at the beginning of uh, uh, of the Departed when the the <laughs> when the firefighters were playing the cops in rugby. All right, this nickname sucks. I'll give that one to the Big Sky. They got a good nickname for the yeah, rivalry. I, I, I've seen people complain about the uh, the Brawl of the Wild name. I, That's I don't awesome. get that. That's everyone a really, knows it. It's a cool football name, and, and everybody yeah. knows it. If you're if you're plugged into college football, even if you're an FBS guy, you still know Brawl of the Wild as Montana Montana State. If you're really plugged in like that, which is which is good. So don't complain about it because you have a rivalry game which everyone knows about and everyone can. You say three wor- words and you have an association. So take credit in that all right let's wrap with fc estimates last week i go seven and three sean goes five and five 
there is literally absolutely no way that you can catch up. And I, I will allow for this one because I'm up by so big, Sean. If you want to include playoff, we'll, we'll include playoff picks. We'll, we'll include the whole playoff bracket picks for the full total of FC estimates. I think we've done that in the past. But the current standings are as follows in a very shocking turn of events. I am up 79 and 34 is my record to Sean's 57 and 53. I don't know how you beat me that one year. And I still Three remember years. that. I went back. One I went was the back COVID to back year, on your it? goofy ass. No, you're not. You're wasn't not putting it? a Mickey a Mickey title on my on my victories. You're will, not doing I will, that. For I will sure. go pull those back up. Well, I'm gonna. Go, right, I'm gonna go back dig, up. dig for that. Idiot. All right, FC estimates. Let's pick these games. Sean wrote the games down this week, so maybe he comes back. Maybe I go over and Sean somehow goes ten and zero, even though we pick some of the same outcomes. All right, Villanova versus Delaware. Who Villanova. you got? Give me Delhi with their quarterback in Morgan State versus Howard. Howard, no doubt. UT Martin versus Sanford. UT Martin. Why don't you take Sanford again, you coward? UT Martin now because Sanford has let me down continuously. Albany versus Monmouth. God, that was a that was a prediction I had marked from the get go on Sanford on my top twenty five. Albany. Give me the Alb boys. Man, you just keep just beating the crap out of yourself with this one. Central Arkansas, Austin P. Central Arkansas. Austin P, man. You keep doing this to yourself. Austin P might earn a seat they're if good. they win they're this game. They're going to be in that conversation. Rank. I know, I know, I know. Montana State, Montana. Montana State. Montana is going to be my pick. I don't want to hear from any Montana State fans that have given me shit the whole year for not picking them. And then if they lose this game and I'm called a jinx, I am I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it if that happens. Uh, it's Northern Arizona versus Eastern Washington. Oh, I want to take the J- Lumberjacks, but I'm going with Eastern Washington. I'm going to go with NIU. They've just... Re- Although, the is no, I'm going to go with NIU. Uh, he has got some good performances this year. I, I mean... I would, I and mean, it's really would, the better honestly, pick is taking NAU. It's the better pick. Well, what I was just about to say is that they only beat they only beat like high top ranked teams. Yeah. The rest of their their schedule is is, is very terrible. Uh, URI versus Towson. Actually, I skipped one, but URI versus Towson. nice uh, URI. Give me URI as well. North Coast State, you and I love to lose that game. Uh, North Dakota State probably will. Uh, I'm going to go with North Coast State as well. And then Richmond versus William Mary. William Mary. Let's get a little more CAA chaos taking down one of the tied for firsts. William Mary is underwhelming. Give me Richmond. At Joe DeLeo and at Sanderson Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe wherever you can find your podcast on YouTube. We will be back with more. Enjoy the rest of your week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.